And breaking news, people. Uh, we're going to Jamie Mackay, host of the country, who was walking the Hollyford track when all hell broke loose, quite frankly, just rescued this very morning with two other tramping groups. Jamie, hello. Hello, Kerry. It's good to be home, <laughs> safe and sound, or close to home. I'm at the Tianau, or I'm in Tianau, uh, at the Fiordland Events Centre. This is where Civil Defence has set up their emergency centre, so all the evacuated trampers are being processed here and uh, given a hot cup of tea and then sent on their way. But, uh, gee, uh, there's been some hairy activity, it'd be fair to say, over the last day or so. What happened? So you set off, and was the forecast looking OK when you set off? Yeah, well, look, I mean, we, we did it pretty easily. Ours was a radio promotion. It was a guided walk. So right. we left on Friday morning. We had two wonderful days of tramping on Friday and Saturday. Our final day was Sunday. We knew it was... Um, uh, going to be a wee bit wet. We were meant to fly out on Sunday. It got too wet for the helicopters to come in. So uh, we had to uh, overnight um, and then we had to kind of overnight again. But uh, relatively, we did pretty well. Our tramping group was stuck in Martins Bay. We had ankle deep water in our accommodation and our main living area. Uh, it was only about a centimetre over the floor, so we were okay. But uh, talking to some of the other evacuated trampers this morning, there literally have been some near-death experiences on the Howden Hut on the Rootburn track. Um, a landslide ripped through at about one o'clock this morning, wiped out the end of the building. I was talking to uh, a, a young guy whose uh, head was missed by a tree by about 18 inches. Um, that's how lucky they were. And there was a family from Wellington, and I'll try and get them to talk to you a wee bit later in the hour. They're just being processed at the moment, yeah. who were on the Makero Island hut, uh, and the water kept rising and rising and rising, and they were stranded on this island, effectively, and they thought their days were done, and they had to smash some windows and basically get out on the roof. They got winched to safety uh, this Whoa. morning. Good heavens. It seems it seems impossible given everybody's praying for rain in the far north and, and here you are just having the deluge and the slips and the slides and the, you know, almost avalanche of mud and trees and water. Oh, and they're talking and we're talking to some experienced search and rescue people. By the way, we were rescued by uh, Sir Richard Hayes this morning, which oh. was rather exciting. Wow. Hannibal Hayes, who's yes. just... The, the biggest legend in New Zealand search and rescue. And when he came in with his helicopter to pick us up, I was quite pleased. We actually had to get into one of those scoop buckets, oh my um, jump into one of those and get uh, lifted about 500 metres to a dry spot where another helicopter picked us up. But, yeah, look, uh, we're talking to some of these experienced search and rescue people. But rainfall records have been set in Fiordland on the Homer Tunnel. I think 55 mils fell in one hour, which they think is a record. So just flying out this morning, even though it was a wee bit misty, we could see entire hillsides have eroded. Um, Gun Camp, for instance, at the beginning of the Hollyford Trail, looks like it's kind of been decimated from uh, a, a, like a landslide or a gravel rush go going through it. So there's going to be some incredible repair work needed to be done in Fiordland. I, I think in, uh, we're hearing 300 people still trapped in Milford Sound, uh, they're trying to get the worst of them out today, but it's a bit of a long haul. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it's um, it's certainly been uh, it's been frightening, um, and, and more so for those people who literally had near-death experiences. Gosh, I can imagine, Jamie. The um, uh, news story quoted the mayor saying, look, we're used to this. This sort of weather happens here and we've got it under control. Is that the sense you get on the ground? Oh, yeah, they're very organised here at the Civil Defence Emergency Centre. In fact, of the, the groups that have just come through, I'm the only one who hasn't been processed so far because I've waited outside to chat to you. Thank you. Uh, look, um, uh, our guided walk, I give the company a big, big plug. Our guides are wonderful and we were kind of five stars, so we weren't roughing at all. But some yeah. of the people are really frightened and are really cold and are really hungry. So the people here at the uh, Civil Defence Defence Emergency Centre are doing a fantastic job. There's still more to come out, a whole lot more to come out. Sounds like it. And no concerns at the moment for anyone missing everybody's accounted for as far as you know? Oh, look, as far as we know, um, yes. But, uh, for instance, the people on the Makero or Lake Makero Island hut, uh, if they weren't rescued today, I think they literally would have been goners. So uh, there's been some pretty close shades. Um, Yeah, uh, it's uh, certainly been an interesting exercise. Half of our group, including my wife at this stage, uh, is not out yet either. So we kind of had to split up and and go go in groups. So, yeah, Mm. it's it's been interesting. I was um, One of my things I had to do as a part of being on this junket, Kerry, was to write a story for the uh, New Zealand Herald uh, and the travel uh, website. So it's going to be an interesting yarn. (laughs) It really, really is a bit more than you bargained for. Absolutely, it must be, must be hard to to split up like that because that's where you get your, you know, your strength and morale from, isn't it? By being together as a group, but needs yeah, must. Yeah, well, we couldn't. I mean, in yeah. our group, there was fourteen trampers and there was uh, about four or five staff. And 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 I just reiterate how good yeah. the staff from guided walks have been. Just absolutely selfless. One of them. Uh, interestingly, is a guy called Guy Turnbull. Now, he's the son of Derek Turnbull, and I don't know uh, if you remember this guy, but he was the Southland farmer who was known as the fastest old man in the world. He's, he's the Southland sheep farmer who decided to go running at about the age of 50 and ran. Kerry, and I know you're a marathon runner, this guy ran a two-hour 30 marathon when he was 65 years of age. Good so, Lord. Yeah, I think some of his world records still stand. And he was um, very much involved in the early days of the Holyford with uh, Davy Gunn, who's the, the legend of the Holyford, the guy who opened it all up. And his son Guy was um, was one of the guides. And look, last night he was out every two hours wading through waist-deep water to go out and check um, that his boat was okay and the tractor and all the stuff they had at the Martins Bay Lodge. The boat ramp, which is a big pontoon boat ramp, it's probably somewhere out in the Tasman Sea at the moment. That all got blown away last night. So, Extraordinary yeah. stuff, wow. Jamie. I cannot wait to read the account. And thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, and I'll try and tee up some of these guys maybe a wee bit later in the hour for it, if you're keen. Absolutely. Because they literally had a near-death experience. Absolutely, Jamie. Thank you so much. Jamie Mackay, host of the country, been walking the Hollyford track and rescued in a scoop, helicopter-borne scoop, this very morning. Uh, News Talk ZB 0800 